0: Hello and welcome to Spawn, where we talk about anything and everything related to anime and gaming. We are by no means experts, just huge fans. I'm your host, Bobby, and with me is Joshua. Hello, Bobby. I'm glad to be
1: doing this episode, especially since this game means a
0: lot to the both of us. And to kind of wrap up our spooky season, not to mention that the majority of these games did come out on Halloween, we are going to be talking about the Twisted Metal franchise.
1: Yes. So, Twisted Metal is a vehicular combat series. It was developed by many companies over its lifetime. It was developed by Single Track in the first stages of its life. And then it was developed by 989 Studios and Incognito Entertainment. Uh, depending on which twisted metal game you're playing, depends on which one developed it, of course. The first twisted metal game was released on November 5th, 1995, and the latest PS3 version of the game, the newest game, was released on February 14th, 2012. So it had a pretty long run there with the series itself. Unfortunately, it hasn't made a comeback since the PS3 game. Between the first four games. A total of 5 million copies were sold, and Twisted Metal 2 was their best-selling game, which happens to be our favorite of the series.
0: And I know I didn't kind of mention it, but there may be spoilers ahead. I mean, there's kind of endings for the game. I mean, obviously, a lot of them had been out for... Even the latest one has been out for eight years, So just wanted to kind of put that out there. I realized I didn't say that. But going off of that as well, as you said, Twisted Metal is a vehicular combat game that focuses on a Battle Royale-style fight. So if you're one that's still into Battle Royale, here's a game for you, or multiple games for you. And after defeating all your enemies, you continue to move on to the next map to fight the next wave of enemies, and so on and so forth. Family and a couple bosses until you finally reach the end and meet Calypso, where your final wish is granted. Yeah. So, something I found really
1: interesting about this game when doing some research is that during an interview, David Jaff, one of the masterminds behind Twisted Metal, actually said that it's not a big epic story. The Twisted Metal series has lived and died by its multiplayer, so it's meant to be a multiplayer game, as they've all been. It's kind of like an Unreal Tournament. You can play Unreal Tournament in single player, but the whole point is that the game is multiplayer, and that's always been the case with Twisted. And that's the case with this game as well, referring to Twisted Metal for the PS3. I really like this quote because as someone who has played the game both single player and multiplayer i've always found it so much more enjoyable when playing it co-op i've played a handful of times in single player beat it in with a couple different characters it just wasn't as enjoyable it felt more of just grindy so when it's put in perspective by this quote the fact that it's always been meant to be played multiplayer it's really reassuring to know that you and I have been playing this game the correct way the entire time. It's supposed to be a game where we team up and we overcome the enemy and we don't do it alone. It's this cooperative effort. And that makes me happy because I always found it so much more enjoyable to be playing it with you or with a friend just in general.
0: And that's probably why it's only in single player they give you like a passcode that you can go back to that world where in Mm -hmm. multiplayer you don't.
1: Yeah, because going, playing single-player is significantly harder because, one, playing multiplayer, they don't scale the enemies in any way, and you actually get one less enemy when playing at multiplayer. So it actually gets easier in terms of there's double the amount of ammo for you because you have you and a partner, and then on top of that, we have one less enemy. So it's just easier overall, and playing at single-player, is just so hard because you have to face all these enemies alone And it's frustrating when you die because then you have to start all over. So that's why the passcodes were super nice.
0: Not to mention, even though, like you said, there's one less enemy, there's also the enemies are splitting between the two of you. So it's not even one less enemy. It can be considered half the enemy as well. So if there's only four people, even if that's instead of five people, not only is there not five people attacking you or even those four people attacking you, it could only be one or two at a time. So that also makes it a lot easier as well. Yes, because
1: the computers don't really attack each other all that much within this game. Because you never really see people dying unless it's kind of by accident and they're just stumbling across each other. They don't really fight each other. So they're almost always on you. So splitting it up is really nice. And on top of that, we have the two different aspects of... Being two different characters, so then you get two different perks. So you have your special abilities, some are good AoE attacks, some are good singular, but then you have different armor ratings and speed and handling. So on top of all these, you can easily swoop in and help your partner and just mess them up. And I'm sure we'll talk about our experience and gameplay later on in this episode. But it's just a nice little thing to keep in mind when playing, is you have so many combinations that you can do with each other and support each other.
0: One thing I don't know if it's good or bad about the AI was that they didn't attack each other. I'm trying to. I think in the in the newest one, I say newest one, the one in 2012 that's just called Twisted Metal, not the 1995 one. I believe that one they do attack each other because there's even some arenas style game modes that they added that they do attack each other but i want to say at least in one through four that the ais don't really attack each other unless it's by accident mm-hmm. right so like they shot a napalm at you and it end up hitting that enemy car or they tried to freeze you and it hit one of the other ai control other than that they were always attacking you and not which i kind of enjoyed a little bit as i said kind of like yeah. the good and bad because if they also kind of attacked each other not to mention you being co-op yeah it would have been so easy because you literally could have hide and wait until there's one and then it would be 2v1 every single stage if you really wanted to go that route so that is one thing I, I do kind of enjoy that they didn't just make it so the ais would attack everyone but just you
1: yeah i agree it would have been too easy if you they would attack each
0: other so kind of as i was mentioning the main goal of the game is just to defeat your enemies and then you move on to stages so like the first round how we were saying there's different style of cards there's like four the first round then like five the next round then maybe goes back down to four and then goes to six or whatever it is i forget kind of the pattern they do but it does eventually go up until I think the most you face is nine or is it is it I'm pretty sure it's nine but in co-op it's obviously eight right
1: yes yep it's nine in single player and that's in Holland I believe and then eight in co-op
0: and that one I think is probably the hardest level oh such a hard
1: map because it's just open it's a field and they're just railing you the entire time field
0: of screams i remember it's called in Twisted metal 2 but yeah that because that was right before the final stage i feel like they made that stage just so you can lose any extra lives you had (laughs) saving up to the final boss and like that is literally it that level is meant to like wipe you out before getting there (laughs) yep just
1: ring you dry So the main goal of most of the Twisted Metal games really follow the main plot of all the characters are entering a game, or entering this contest, the Twisted Metal tournament, in hopes to win the contest prize, as we already mentioned. You get this, this one wish from Calypso, the great head of this tournament. And what they don't know is that if they survive this tournament, they... Get to make this wish, but it will be twisted in a way that they would never have predicted. It's basically a monkey's paw, if you are familiar with that tale. You make a wish, and your wording of this wish will somehow be twisted in a way that will not benefit you. It'll be more of a burden than anything else. So... They will always – basically the end of this tournament will always make you regret the things that you've done in the tournament because you're killing people, and it will make you regret the wish you've made because in some cases the wish may end up killing you in general or make you live with something even more horrendous than the wish. So it's kind of a cool way to end the game because it's not a happy ending. It's just an ending that's just like, damn, like that dude was really just fucked
0: up. Like they really got him. And, like, a couple examples, I think, to let you guys kind of know, like, what's going on. In Twisted Metal 2, there's a person called Twister. And she's a drag racer. And she uses her, like, Formula One car during the thing. And her wish is to be the, have the fastest car in the world. And, of course, she gets it. And so, she gets her wish and she goes driving, Well, then, of course, she runs out of gas. And where does she run out of gas? In the middle of a desert with nobody around. So it's theorized or kind of inferred that she dies of, like, dehydration or whatever. And it's later confirmed in the next one, Twisted Metal 3, when you see Twister again. But it's actually her sister because she found... I don't know how it ends up, but they found her car... And, like, you see her, like, broken helmet. So it's definitely it pretty much confirmed that she died. And then Twister in Twisted Metal 3 is doing it to get, like, revenge on Calypso for killing her sister and stuff like that. Yeah, and another character was
1: Axel. And I believe his wish, because he doesn't have a family anymore and he's in this tournament, he wants to become one with his machine. Which is his vehicle because he's attached to this two-wheeled car that he powers basically with his body. And he wants to become one with it. So he makes this wish. And this is Twisted Metal 2 at least. No, that's actually Twisted Metal 3. He becomes – what? That's actually Twisted Metal 3. Oh, okay. It's Twisted Metal 3. And he makes this wish to become one with the machine. And instead of becoming one with the machine in his – like with his car, it actually gets twisted and he becomes a clock. And he's still one with his machine. It's just not the
0: machine he intended. And so with knowing the differences or like the twisted versions of the wishes that come with the latest installment of the newest Twisted Metal that was released in 2012 has the same plot of wishes granted to the tournament winner, but it takes a little bit of a different approach to the game. The game now has more modes than just a battle royale. There's a new obstacle to overcome to win the tournament. Along with that we follow the storylines of a few different characters. And before we get into those characters. I just want to explain a few of the other ones now. They have almost like a death race. Which I think was pretty fun. Around and you pick up your power ups and everything. And you're trying to race. So you're trying to still end up in first. But you're also fighting the enemies and trying to blow up all the other contestants while you're doing it. So it was kind of a new refresher to have it, and there's still boss battles throughout the the games just like the other ones. And so it was a little bit of a refresher on the newest one to see these kind of like new game modes. So the first
1: portion of this game was the storyline of the twisted fate of Sweet Tooth the Clown, which happens to be the cover of basically every single game. He's the mascot. So he's originally known as Michael Crane. Kane. Hold on, is it Michael Crane? Yes. God damn it. He's originally known as Michael Kane. He has a perfect family, but something kind of lingered inside of him—a voice that always seemed to call out to him one day he finally broke just like snapped and sweet tooth managed to emerge from within him his kind of alter ego and the first thing he did was kill michael kane so that man is no longer with us and it's constantly just sweet tooth and his alter ego and sweet tooth is has murderous intent he decided the first set of murders that he was going to do would be the Kane family. However, one manages to escape, and this happens to be his daughter, which is named Sophia. He finds clues that she was at a hospital, so he goes floor by floor killing every single person in sight until he reaches her room and finds she is no longer there. Desperate to find her, he enters the Twisted Metal contest to find Calypso and wish that he would be brought to her. But he finds out that she's been dead for 10 years already. She committed suicide due to the fact that she had to live with what her father did to her entire family. And now Sweet Tooth, since he wished to be where she is, is trapped in a coffin six feet under the ground with her skeleton.
0: Kind of uh, ironic, he spent so long trying to search her to kill her, and she's already dead.
1: And it basically kills him, or it doesn't basically, it does kill him in the long run. I think that's a pretty good sense of irony there. He intends to kill her,
0: she kills him. I honestly did not expect that. I was, like, I knew the wish because we played all the twisted metals before this i knew the wish had to figure out like some way of turning it and i was like in my head i'm trying to think like brought to her i'm like maybe she kills him somehow or like she's in a maximum facility or something and i'm like trying to and for some reason the thought of she's already dead did not appear in my mind
1: yeah it was a pretty good twist on that one because he seemed like he had figured out like there that he was going to be able to make this wish and there wasn't going to be any
0: consequences, but there was (laughs) The cinematic portion where he does go to the hospital and you literally see him just chopping up people. Well, you don't really see him. You just see like kind of the blood splatter of him just slicing everyone up, going literally floor by floor, killing everyone. Yeah, he
1: this game is pretty brutal. Like I know it is a dark twisted game, but like they don't really play lightly on the that this game is all about killing people.
0: Even in the wiki entries it sh- it says like you learn about Darth Tooth or Darth Tooth Sweet Tooth <laughs> and every installment it gets darker and darker and darker. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And so after we see the wish granted to Mr. Sweet Tooth, we are now brought to Mr. Grimm. I forget his name. Was it Charlie?
1: I, I honestly have no idea. I forget what I his name
0: preferred is. I always just referred to him as Mr. Grimm. <laughs> forget what his name was, but you see him and he's pretty much like you see him and he's your like stereotypical thug guy because he even admits he goes he's done bad things he's robbed people he's killed people hell he knows that some of the people he killed didn't have it coming to him like he admits all of this like his life has turned around but then he goes oh but it wasn't always like this Mr. Grimm's wish is to go back in time to stop his father his father who was called the original Mr. Grimm That was his, like, stage name because he was a daredevil. And they were always traveling around to city to city, going to different events. And he recalls this and goes, even seeing all those cheering people, the best time he cherished was in that car ride with his father. Because it was just, like, a bonding moment or whatever. It was his, like, special time he had with his father. And everything changed one night when... During a stunt. attack. <laughs> when a stunt goes wrong and his dad dies. Uh, you might think, oh, he's a daredevil. It's bound to happen. But either way, this kind of spirals him out of like downwards to the dark side, quote unquote. And so he enters this contest because he heard rumors that Calypso can grant any wish. And he doesn't know if he can actually send him back in time, but he's like, if there's even a sliver of hope, he's going to do this. So he goes and he asks Calypso to send him back in time. Well, like I kind of said, he's very rugged looking, and not to mention, if you know Mr. Grimm, he's a, he's always represented by like the Grim Reaper or a skull. And no, he's not a Grim Reaper; he's flesh and bone, but he has like skull makeup on him and so Calypso sends him literally back in time as he is to the car ride before the event and so he's he's there with his like nine year old self I don't know if he's actually nine he just looks around that age and his father and then of course his loving father being who he is takes his hands off the wheel to like fight off mr Grimm's future self and because all of a sudden this weirdo and a skull mask just appeared in his car thinking he's gonna like hurt his child he doesn't know that they're the same person and so as this scuffle goes on they end up getting a car crash and his father still dies but that's not the end of it it turns out his father always carried a gun underneath the seat and his father didn't know he knew So the last thing you see is his younger self pointing the gun at his older self, and then it goes to black, and you hear the gunshots. So not only did he not save his father, he ends up killing both of them.
1: So I really like this because you have him killing himself, and this almost makes you think, Like, his younger self killing his older self. This almost makes you think that this might be one of the things that causes him to enter the contest as this kid. Like, he's going to go into the future, like, grow up, whatever. And he's going to enter the contest to try and avoid this accident by making the same wish and getting sent back in time to then cause the accident again and get shot by his younger self. And then his younger self is going to make the wish of trying to stop this accident and it's just going to be an endless cycle. And that's what I really like about this wish. It's not just the fact that he had to watch his dad die and then him himself getting killed. It's the fact that he is now stuck in this endless loop of making the same exact mistake.
0: My thing is I want to see if like, if he did go like, what path he would go and if he would look different because then... It's like, if he does make that wish, wouldn't there be two of him now? And so it's like, what would happen then? Would the car crash still go on? Or would it be like...
1: Well, Calypso has this... Abil- probably has the ability to then replace him with just with himself back there, you know? Just keep replacing the old self with his current self
0: constantly, type of thing. I guess that's true. It's a little getting into, like, time paradox and Everything like that, but that's a whole thing ordeal
1: that I don't like getting into because nothing ever does time paradoxes correctly, and it just irritates me.
0: Though, this just reminds me of a meme I saw. Was it actually involves a car accident too? There's this guy. It shows he's driving, and then this guy appears out of nowhere, and he goes, "I'm from the year three thousand. I've come back in time to save you from dying." And he goes, "How?" how do you know or how do I die? And he goes, I don't know. That's what I'm here to find out. And the next thing you know, another person appears and he goes, I'm from the year 4,000. I came because the guy from the year 3,000 failed. And then another guy appears and he's from the year 5,000. And it repeats so many times that there's so many people in this car that he ends up driving off the cliff because there's so many people in this car.
1: (laughs) That's funny because, oh God. Yep. That that does it. That does it well. I would. Say, <laughs> cause you can't just go back in time, and stop something from happening just because some. ish oh god. Don't get me on this tangent. We're here to talk
0: about <laughs> twisted <of> metal. <laughs> I just thought it was funny because it it pretty much fits this situation.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like perfectly. Yeah. So anyway, let's continue on with this. I like time paradoxes. It's just they frustrate <laughs> the hell out of me. So now we're looking at – this is the final story that we're going to see in this Twisted Metal, and it's the madness of Dollface. She is this supermodel that was used using her hard work and talent to make her way to the top. She's just killing it. And killing off and sabotaging all the other models is kind of her thing. She's literally killing it. She's killing off the like the prettier models to make her take the spotlight. She wants to be the top model. That was until she got into a car accident and ruined her face. So she had many surgeries to essentially become pretty again. But eventually the doctors told her, like, we, we can't continue to do this. There was only just a small scar left. So she was basically... Back to her original self just with a small scar but she wasn't perfect and this really made her anger that the doctor wouldn't continue on with the surgeries so she ends up killing her doctor and then she finds out a rumor of another one who says she that he can make even the ugliest people pretty again the doctor told her all she needs to do is wear this mask for six days and it'll make her pretty and it's this mask of like a doll face So she puts it on, expecting this to work because she heard the rumors, and rumors are never wrong, right? (laughs) So she wears it, and after the six days, she goes to take it off, but it won't come off, and the doctor is nowhere to be found. So she entered the contest, and she was originally going to wish for the mask to come off, but then why not just make her dream come true? Don't wish for the mask to come off. Wish, wish to be the biggest and best model out there. So, her wish was to be a star on the b- biggest runway. I mean, what, what could go wrong with that one, right? So, Calypso granted her this wish, and she wakes up at an airport on the runway moments before she's swallowed up by a turbine. A, like a plane's wing turbine, whatever thing it's called. <laughs> engine. A, a plane's engine. <laughs> and yeah she became a star for a brief moment i just had to say that was just too easy for calypso yeah i mean come on biggest runway like like you anyone could see that one coming i
0: think hers was like the but, only one i saw coming when well, she said then again oh
1: sorry continue
0: when she said the biggest runway, I like the immediate thing I talked, like, thought oh, about God. was like airport. I'm like it has to be something to do with the airport,
1: right? And but it's like she couldn't say be the hottest model because then she'd just get lit on fire. She couldn't say she probably could say the prettiest, but then with the prettiest, like she could be turned into like a really pretty dog because they do like dog model stuff. I don't know, just something weird like that. Like I don't know how she could have worded this to be good in any way possible. I mean, even really if she none. said, Even if she said, I wish this mask would come off, it would probably rip her skin off with it. That's exactly what I thought was going to happen. Right, and it, there's just so many ways that this could go wrong, and this was probably the easiest one to do wrong.
0: The funny thing is, before we got into this, when I was remembering Dollface... And going back to look at like some of the ending for some reason in my mind, I'm like, she was for the mask off, doesn't she? And then he literally I was like, he probably just yanks the mask off, ripping her face. I'm like, that has to be what happens. And then this happened. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. I could just easily. Uh, that's probably why they didn't go with the mask, because they probably thought it would have been too easy as well. Yeah. Gosh, that one's just. I don't even
1: know how she could have made a good wish on that one.
0: I mean, let's be real. I, Calypso turns I... it on everyone.
1: Yeah. Like, I wish every model was dead. Boom, you're dead too. Yeah. Or I wish every model except me was dead.
0: And then it's like, sure, every model's dead, but now you're on the moon or something. I don't know. But I mean, let's be real. It's so hard to win against that because even in Twisted Metal 3, Flower Power... She just wished for the world to be covered in flowers. And they were end up being, like, man-eating flowers or something that killed her. Right.
1: Yeah, because he doesn't have to follow, like, physics or anything. He can just do it. He's basically God.
0: Which reminds me of another meme. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) It it actually comes from Phineas and Ferb. It's Dr. Toofenshmirtz. And he goes, like, you know what I don't get? Like, genies. Like, when you wish to like jump higher they would turn you into a frog or something like who benefits from that the genie (laughs) like who does (laughs) that's true but i think calypso's just psycho (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true you know if
1: i was a genie what i would do is i would make the first two wishes the best wishes like perfectly intended because i would assume genies want to be free at least that's like aladdin like all the genies want to be free. So I'd make their first two wishes wonderful. So then maybe I'll be like, yo, is your last wish going to be to free me since I did such a good job? And it's like, Nope. I wish, I don't know. Like I wish to be super hot. Just light them on fire. be like, all right, fine. You're dead now, bitch. Use that
0: third, wish as basically a safety yeah. net.
1: Yeah. It's like leverage. Be like, you know, I could really fuck you up here. You sure you want to wish for that? It's a good, that's a good way. You'd be a good genie. Yeah, I'd be the best genie. I'd be like,
0: fine if I'm if I'm going back in this goddamn lamp, you're dead. <laughs> Except Calypso's is actually out in the real world, and he actually has some kind of like business going on. So he's also like yeah, a billionaire. I mean,
1: people are just lining up to get into this tournament, so he's got something good going for him.
0: That people don't also believe it's real, though. That's true. And one thing they kind of show throughout the series is that there's, like, a priest that is constantly yelling stuff at Calypso from, like, afar. He's like, God has sent me to deliver your sins and, like, all this stuff being what a priest is. And, like, you find out at the end, Calypso has, like, trapped all these people that either complain about the Twisted Metal contest or, like, try to protest against it. So that's why no one believes it, because everyone's like, if this is all going on, where are the protesters? Where are the cops? Like, there are none. Because there is no Twisted Metal contest.
1: Yeah, he has, like, some sort of Twisted Soul prison or something. I don't really know how to explain it. He just... Because I believe, yeah, he basically, I think, any protesters and stuff, or anybody who loses, he kind of just takes their souls, I think, and just kind of keeps them to himself. Like my little soul collection over here.
0: That's one thing I honestly I don't know because
1: maybe maybe he gets his power from the
0: souls or something. Maybe in that um that comic or whatever it tells us more. But other than that, I don't well, that, really know. That could be.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, there's probably a lot of lore behind Calypso and where he gets his power. And that's one thing we've never really dove into.
0: Yeah, that that's actually kind of strange because we played the game so much, but we never yeah. really. Besides, like, the ending and, like, piecing together, like, all the different stuff and, like, the characters, like, connecting the characters and stuff, we kind of just. Let Calypso be Calypso. Like, we kind of just accepted the fact that Calypso can do this. Why? Because he's Calypso. Why not?
1: Yeah, like, yeah. we never really questioned it. We just kind of let the game be just that. Also, probably
0: because we were also younger at the time, so we didn't really delve too much into it. That's true. There's a lot to be said there, though. And going back... Let's go. Let's reel ourselves back into the twisted Metal game before we move on to some personal yeah. stories. Yeah, let's let's finish up this <laughs> this is gameplay. The very ending, there is a little epilogue that you get to kind of like tease yourself with, and we end up finding that there's a young boy named Charlie Kane who found out. Apparently, Sophia wasn't the only one that survived. Not only did he survive, he was actually left untouched. And
1: he witnessed... Before you continue,
0: I'm sorry. How big is this goddamn
1: family if he's just missing kids here and there? (laughs) How fucking big is your household where you're just like, I only missed the girl? It's like, wait, we had a boy?
0: Huh. Weird. Sorry. That's just... hmm. They had two brothers, the daughter, and a baby, and the wife.
1: Yeah, so, like, I'm pretty sure after you kill a, the wife and the baby, you're like, man, wasn't I missing <laughs> one more? Oh, two more? Hmm. I think it was just the girl. Let's go after her.
0: Well, the girl actually escaped because uh, she, uh when she was about to get killed, she grabbed a pair of scissors and stabbed him in the eye. And it, like, stunned mm, that's, that's
1: him. Fair. Maybe then he's just, like, just forgot about the kid. Like, yeah, he's he's gone. That's why it never really it didn't really explain it, but it Maybe he was just mad at the girl, like, damn, <laughs> I was just gonna kill your, your baby brother and your mom, but now I'm gonna kill you for stabbing my eye.
0: Because that's the whole reason why Charlie got this like warped mind, because he's like, he had to have known I was there because he watched all the murders happen and he's like he had to have known I was there. He purposely left me alive. So I could continue this legacy. And he thought it was like his calling. Because he actually looked up to his father. Even even when he became Sweet Tooth. He looked up to him. He was his hero. He even says he was his hero. So he actually goes to Sophia's grave. Digs it up. And takes his father's mask. Not only that. He lights his head on fire. Because of the whole Sweet Tooth. His hair like burning. He actually lights his head on fire and then drives away in the sweet tooth truck. And then it like fades to black.
1: How did he know his dad was down there? Like, that's what I'm curious about, like, because did he walk up to clips and was like, yo, where's my dad? Or did he just like, you know, I'm going to mutilate my sister's grave real quick. Oh, hey, my dad's down here. Might as well take the mask.
0: <laughs> That's why I, I honestly, I don't know how he found out, but he ends up becoming another person who's like sold. He wants to end up winning the Twisted Metal Contest to kill Calypso. That's why I was so expecting another sequel,
1: but it never well, happened. And not to mention, I'm pretty sure that there's an epilogue after the epilogue. Where Calypso walks up to the undug grave of Sophia and he basically makes her rise and she is a – and gives her a mask and she's now a female version of Sweet Tooth and she's his bodyguard.
0: I do remember that. I almost forgot about that one.
1: Because then you have this whole holy shit Sweet Tooth's back and it's his son and now you have oh shit –
0: calypso's got a sweet tooth bodyguard and it's the daughter just kind of how like just want to make a quick comparison kind of how like the skywalkers fucked up the entire star wars galaxy the kane family really fucked up the twisted metal series like huh
1: yeah they really did
0: if you think about it it's all it canes are a pretty big portion of twisted metal (laughs)
1: Yeah, they really are. And it's like, without them, like maybe some of
0: this stuff wouldn't be
1: so fucked up.
0: I don't know. Who knows, but it adds a little nice little, uh, little taste to the story.
1: Yeah, the game wouldn't be the same without them, honestly.
0: Not to mention, they did have to have probably at least, like, like you said, a mascot, a car or something for the series. And I think they did a real good job with Sweet Tooth.
1: Mm-hmm. All, yeah and he was he's just iconic you can't think of twisted
0: metal without thinking of sweet tooth that's for sure that's not to mention as you said he's like the face on like every game so it really it's like the pikachu of pokemon the sweet right. tooth to twisted metal so after the i almost forgot about that second epilogue that we saw which Bring Sophia back. So that's also cool. But it's after this. I do believe. Don't you unlock Sweet Tooth? Or maybe you've already. Could you already play Sweet Tooth before this? Like obviously. Um, In the first prologue you did. But.
1: I don't remember. It's weird because. He's their mascot. But in a lot of the games. He's like locked behind a cheat wall.
0: Yeah, that or you have to, like, beat the game afterwards to get mm-hmm. it. And I remember what what was it? And, like, Twisted Metal 2 for Sweet Tooth, you, that one you actually had to use, like, a cheat code.
1: Yeah, you had to use some sort of elaborate one on the intro page or the uh, character selection page.
0: Yeah, like, you had to press like, left, right, up, X, circle, or something, and then you had like
1: Yeah, they were so long. And then with um, twisted metal head on, I think you only need to play a video or like a mini game, in
0: order to get it. Yeah, that was head on. I didn't really, I didn't really like that sometimes. Cause do you remember axles?
1: Oh, it was like a little tank thing. Yep. Yeah, that was. That was painful to play that, that was so painful
0: if it literally wasn't your character i would not have spent <laughs> that much time on that
1: he yeah i was a axel main and i could not it, it took forever to get to that mini game if i remember it's like halfway through the game
0: yeah but the good thing was like you could almost play it constantly it was just like after you died it brought you back out to where you were but like the game paused so like the cars weren't moving or anything so as long as nobody was around, you could just constantly play it. I think we played that fucking mini game for like an hour, trying to unlock mm-hmm. him. Yeah, it was rough. It was not a fun time. But we also had some good times. I think mainly in Twisted Mill 2 and 3, because Black wasn't the greatest. I didn't like enjoy
1: Black. I was not much. a fan. They tried something new with that one, I think. And that was yeah. just... They, they definitely changed their, their ways of doing it.
0: And I don't think it paid off for them. They made it. Like, I get Twisted Metal is kind of dark, per se. Like, the whole storyline. Which, it, it's funny, because the game doesn't really portray that. I mean, yeah, you're battling cars and stuff. But because of everyone, it's not like a whole profile to where it's like, once you kill them, they never come back again. So it's never kind of like, death is permanent type feel. So you mm-hmm. never really get this overall dark feeling until you get to black. Like they were trying, like you said, going to do new direction and really wanted to hone in on like this dark atmosphere. And it just didn't work.
1: Yeah. And the I think the whole game itself was just too physically dark. That's true. Like just in general, the maps were just very gloomy. And it was hard to like tell what was going on. And then the look of it would look too sinister
0: and evil and i just didn't dig it but twisted personally. metal 2 our favorite <laughs> one yes that was a lot different especially when when we first played and we'd go to paris we'd oh not gosh. only blow up the eiffel tower which is hilarious especially when you just randomly drop that in the couch kind of yeah i played the game and i got to blow up the eiffel tower and just to look on people's faces oh, that was hilarious. But I remember going into the room, the rooftop, like, directly across from it. We had to use, like, a teleporter to get in. And one of us would be directly behind it. The other person would be diagonal. And we'd literally just sit there waiting for the AI to come, shoot our missiles, damage them a little bit, wait for them to come, and just rinse and repeat.
1: <laughs> yeah, we were kind of cheapskates, honestly. Like, we totally cheated the system because we got into a spot where the AI would just go to the portal to get to us, but then they would drive right off the ledge and then it would be a rinse and repeat because the AI just didn't understand to
0: turn around. The only time they did was when, like, two people would be in the teleporter and get stuck and then we'd get screwed and then we'd run away, get them to run, and then come back and rinse and repeat.
1: Gosh, we... I mean, it worked out because it was a kind of difficult game back when we were younger just because we weren't the best gamers
0: that's for so sure. it
1: worked we could keep our lives and not waste all our ammo but we were kind of little cheaters but it was a great view for watching the eiffel tower explode
0: yeah that was actually nice to watch oh, yeah. sounds weird saying that but
1: <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of being cheaters this leads me on to our story of minion So Minion is one of the... For people who don't know, he is a boss in Twisted Metal at about four or five levels in where it's the Amazon, the floor is lava before it was cool. And basically you have these small little platforms you can fight on and avoid lava. And it's a very narrow um, map if you're not in the lava itself. So... Minion's kind of difficult if you don't know what you're doing. When we didn't half the time. <laughs> but there are these little there are these little nooks and crannies that you can actually destroy, like this this wall that you can tell something's there. So you destroy this wall and you have this nook that you can hide in. And the AI really don't know how to get in there. So the smaller ones do, but Minion I don't think it can. So we would hide in there. And Minion would just go back and forth in front of the entrance because he can't get in, but he doesn't know what to do. So he just – we watch the mini-map and watch him go back and forth. And as soon as he's about to get in view, we would freeze him, and then we'd just fuck him up. But it's, like, so cheap because we just sit there because we knew how to exploit the AI. I don't know if that is cheap or if that's just being strategic, but it was something we were good at, just exploiting <laughs> them and using their, their shitty code to our advantage.
0: Whose vehicle was – literally like five (laughs) times the size of your car you would be scared too (laughs) yeah that's fair
1: he was so massive it was terrifying and he so it's funny because he's literally like huge he's bigger than us but it's also he is the grown-up version of your main which was warthog he had all the same abilities you had but stronger (laughs) in every way so it's like holy shit Let's get the fuck out of here.
0: I, oh, I lo- warthog will always be my main. I always love to Alex, s- try missile Axel homing special.
1: That is such a sweet ability. I really enjoyed my AOE ability, where it just like launches everybody. But you just like, like ramming ability... into them. Okay, that's my second. <laughs> that's my um hidden ability, just <laughs> ramming the shit out of people and hoping for the best and doing so. Oh my god, I could kill war or I could kill Mr. Grimm in like two good rams. It was great. The only people who really didn't affect was Hammerhead and Um Mr.
0: Slam. Yeah, because they were just as big as you, and that's why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which another little strategy we had in the next mission right out Dominion was New York. And New York, you could fall off the map. So what we'd do is we'd get all the ricochet bombs and use that to our advantage. But there was also a like secret area you could go down, and you'd go down in this pool. And when you fell down, you'd fall down in this pool. We'd lay dynamite there. So then when they fell, they would get hit by the dynamite. And then it's usually only one of them comes in at a time. So the two of us would be waiting, and then we would <laughs> just ram them. Yeah, we would just maul this dude's ass and kill them, and we'd just stay in there because one, the AIs wouldn't like fight us, or would eventually fall down, or they would just fall off the edge and die themselves. Yup.
1: Yeah, it's it's really funny because once again, this is us being cheaters and just waiting <laughs> for them to come to us, and sometimes they just drive off the cliff and die. And the few who came into this area, we would d- do the dynamite like you said, and then i just rammed them until they died in this little pool. <sighs> Talking about people falling off the edge and being cheaters, Antarctica. Antarctica is one of the worlds where the floor would literally just fall after a while, and you would get... I think it would go down to two platforms left in the game. Yep. And it was a platform with a teleporter on it and a platform... Mm-hmm. With, like, a little lighthouse-looking thing, maybe, right next to the platform. But we'd go to this teleporter, and it would spawn us in this small little island across the map where you could just watch the whole thing, like, just collapse. So we would just sit there and wait for people to come through the teleporter. And if they did, we'd use ricochets and launch them off the cliff, (laughs) and they would die in the freezing cold water. Or they would just drive off the cliff because they would get stuck in, like, one of these platforms that would fall. And eventually we just wait there and everyone would just die.
0: It was great. And not to mention... So as we're on this portal platform... And sometimes it will... Doing this strategy will extend the game quite a bit. Because sometimes it will take forever for one of the AIs to come to us or fall off. And one of these times we are waiting. We're watching this fall... And we see a piece of iceberg falling. And we just think to ourselves, (laughs) hey, wouldn't that be funny if Outlaw was on there? And what do you know, when that iceberg falls, we hear a scream and Outlaw dies. The last person. And we both just look at each other like,
1: like what the fuck? And just start bursting
0: out laughing.
1: It was honestly the best moment ever, and then it became a reoccurring inside joke where every time one would fall, what if Outlaw was on there? Even if he wasn't on the map, it's just like,
0: <laughs> yeah, even if he wasn't on the map, it was just one of those things. Yeah,
1: now, it was great. I just can't believe how like the, just the odds that he would
0: be on that piece. Oh, it was hilarious. I can't believe that happened. <laughs> and going from almost like an exact opposite go into holland as we kind of mentioned earlier is like a complete open wasteland not wasteland just complete open land with two windmills on it at first we would go in the windmills and stay in there as long as we could but the thing is you can blow those up so it didn't last very long so honestly for this all we would do is just circle around constantly so the AIs couldn't hit us, literally just driving circles, fire missiles. That was literally yeah. the best we could think of.
1: And we would do a lot because we learned how to use freeze in the game. So we'd be driving past each other and be like, okay, I'm driving past you. Freeze, freeze the guy behind me, quick, please. <laughs> or if somebody was chasing you or chasing me that we weren't good at fighting, we would try to draw them to the other person in hopes that they would be have a better time of fighting them.
0: I do, that was funny, like, if, or, yeah, if, like, Mr. Grimm was following me or something, and you were Axel, and I knew you could literally turbocharge and wipe out half his health, I'd be like, Mr. Grimm's on me, and I'd just, I'd just yep. see you, I'm coming, and, like, in the corner of my eye, I just see a turbocharged Axel coming <laughs> my way, and I'm just like, oh, boy.
1: Just fucking wrecked
0: them. <laughs> or sometimes I accidentally hit me, because, you know, we didn't time it the greatest. Yeah, I
1: mean high risk high reward man (laughs) sometimes you just gotta live with the fact that you're gonna
0: get rammed and one other thing that i always remember in holland was there was one time after we learned the whole passcodes we decided to like spend five minutes just putting in some random ass passcodes just to see like what we could get and i remember one of them this was before we've actually like were consistent with beating the game. Now we could easily play the game and play two player and not even die and win the game. But before that, we were testing out random codes, and I found a code that brought me to Holland as Thumper, which Thumper has a really <laughs> powerful special ability. To where two of his special, he does like a flamethrower in front of him. Two specials can wipe out I think anyone. I'm not 100 percent sure if anyone can actually live through it if they get like hit dead on with it but it has he has very weak armor so it was like oh great i go to the one area where there's no cover have very like the second weakest armor in the entire game and i'm like okay let's see if i can do this <laughs> oh god did you were you able to do it i did it once but i don't know if if it was like the coding like if there's special passcodes depending on how many lives you had but i don't because you have that zero life so i had that zero life and the one life so i technically had two lives but i would always die at least once i can never beat it without dying Mm. there's just too many people there's either eight or nine people there and there's literally yeah. just too many people like i can't even hide in the windmills long enough for one of them to die like from the other people there's just way too many people and he has too weak of armor for me
1: honestly i'm just hearing the excuses of someone who's not good at the game <laughs> just gotta get good uh,
0: we're bringing it we're we're gonna dust out the old ps3 and uh, play some <laughs> twisted metal Cause I I bought it on PS3. I hate that I can't buy it on PS4.
1: Same. They. That's a whole can of worms. We're probably we could probably have a whole hour event session of all the things we hate about PlayStation 4, and possibly PlayStation 5, since I think they're only backwards compatible to the four, nothing previous. Oh I know. Oh my gosh, that's a that's a whole other can of worms, man. <laughs> God. Anyway talking about our coward strategies still now we're in dark tooth territory he is the final boss of twisted metal 2 he is like the bigger badder grown-up version of sweet tooth he's just a giant ice cream truck that's massive and he looks like sweet tooth but his car is black instead of white we would basically there's a part in this map it's tokyo there is this central arena that you can get into. And he's too big to even get in there. They actually, the code teleports him in there. But basically, when you go in there, there's an upper level that we can get to. And he cannot get to it. But he has a special ability that hones onto us. So we'll be like doing circles on the top of this balcony, shooting down at him. Basically, I think we only counted on you because your special ability is a homing missile, so you would just shoot him down as it regenerates.
0: I was about to say, because the special always regenerates, so what we would do is, like, grab as many, I think, items we could, but then, yeah, my special... ricochets. Yeah.
1: (laughs) We would launch ricochets in there and just watch, like, 15 cannonballs bouncing around like pinballs in the bottom just watching
0: him get wrecked by him because i don't think in the coding yeah. they actually like disappear until they actually I hit don't something think So, until they hit something and i wondered i never realized this but i wonder because they're ricochets if they actually get stronger the more they hit oh that'd be sweet we we could
1: easily test out half the shit if we just played like a battle mode instead of
0: tournament Oh, yeah, for sure.
1: But we never did. We were
0: just... Because n- we weren't... We just... We were very... I I mean, we're still casuals, but I feel like True. back then, especially for Twisted Metal, because we were already... We were just having a hard time to beat the game in general that yeah. we didn't really think about this because every time we would get to Dark Tooth, we'd usually only have literally one life left to mm-hmm. where if we died, we died. And we're like, nah, we ain't about to, we ain't about to risk it. <laughs> It's really
1: funny because despite us being casuals and not really being great at the game, we found some really good exploits that easily made this game beatable for us. Like, all our little coward moves of hiding. <laughs> the only ones we didn't use these coward moves were, were basically the first one, which was Hollywood, Moscow, because you really couldn't in that one. There's only four enemies to beat anyway. And Holland. Holland i mean we kind of used it in holland with the windmills but there was such a little amount of time that it would be destroyed and we had to brawl it out but there was only like three missions
0: so the first two two. and then we're like all right now we're gonna try after we beat the first two two, we're like that was too tough now we gotta we gotta use some tricks
1: (laughs) i guess amazon we kind of we were 50 50
0: well, the first one we usually were pretty good. It was just, like, the first version Minion. of Amazon. But, like, when we first met Minion, we didn't know. <laughs> like, he has pretty strong defense if you didn't, like, just kamikaze him. Which yeah. we found out ends up being, like, the best strat. It's just literally <laughs> just go up to him and we we would fire everything. Freeze him,
1: attack him. The other person freezes him, attacks him, and usually we could kill him.
0: Or we'd freeze them, be like, run! And lay some dynamite, what? boom! Yeah. I think and dynamite was probably one of my run. favorites.
1: Oh, it's such a fun, uh, uh, like, power to So use. destructive. So destructive. To
0: yourself and the enemy.
1: Yeah, if sometimes you'd time it wrong, you'd be running away, and you'd hit it, and you'd be like, oh shit, I'm flying off a
0: cliff now. Or... One of us would be behind the other and like, I'm laying dynamite. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Oh,
1: so many times with friendly fire. Uh, oh my God. Sometimes you just lay dynamite thinking like someone was behind you and I would be so it, vice versa. It doesn't matter who it is. One of us would be ahead. Someone's being chased by an uh, enemy. And then the other well, partner, like you or I would be chasing that enemy. And then that enemy peels away
0: and then you drop dynamite and then I drive right <laughs> into it. It's like god damn it i think paris we probably had the most friendly fire especially when one of us oh, would god. put the dynamite on the eiffel tower and we're, as we're going in the portal did you put dynamite in there yes <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: shit or it's like you go up place it and then the other person so as you're driving off the eiffel tower one of us goes into the uh the teleporter and then you ignite it right as we get up there and it's like oh fuck <laughs>
0: that was not good i think one of my favorite moments too in paris was you know those like narrow streets that you can drive down that like for axle you fit like perfectly in yeah there was one time i forget what was going on but you were chasing someone (laughs) and i'm going we're going perpendicular and i just see this cargo and I'm like, I go to turn to chase him, not realizing you're the one, and like you're turbocharging, and then the next <laughs> thing you know, I just hear, boom, and I just go flying like you ten just, feet, yes.
1: and like you like, I fucking t boned you.
0: Uh, <laughs> and I'm just like, what the fuck was that? And you're like, I don't know, I was chasing him, and I'm, uh,
1: oh, oh, those are the so best friendly moments. fire moments. I think, or oh my god, or when you have like literally one measly hit left like it could be anything doesn't matter what hits you you will die and you're like i'm going to get health i'm going to get health i'm like okay and then all of a sudden you pop up on my screen and i'm like oh fuck and then i ram you and you die right before the health <laughs> oh it's like, that... that happens way more than you would think
0: oh uh, it's funny it's sad how true that is god
1: and so ridiculous
0: one of I remember this is, goes along more with uh, Twisted Metal 3 because we talked about Twisted Metal 2 a lot I liked being the Team auger, where we got to the final stage and there, there it's another one where there's a spot where you can fall and die and our special oh, God. drills them up and then like flings them a little bit and we just wait in this room for people to come and grab our special and shoot them into there <laughs>
1: That was always so rewarding but there wasn't actually it was a lot of effort for such a little payoff.
0: It really was like you may, us talking about it, you may think oh that's another coward like no, you have no (laughs) idea how actually hard it was to pull this off and so when we did it, I was happy. I don't care what people say. It was hard to pull off.
1: And that's one map that So – because people keep respawning in that map. You have to go destroy these little beacon things to cancel the respawn. So we would launch people off the cliff, and we're like, wait a second. Didn't we just launch Axel off this cliff like ten minutes – like five minutes ago? And this was before we would just go to the computer and look shit up. So we – I don't know how how long it took us to figure this out and to destroy this regeneration because things were not abundantly clear in this game. Not at all. Not at all, and – Eventually we figured it out and we managed to stop the respawn, which was great, but
0: man, that was rough. (laughs) I think we are a little bit over, so I think we'll wrap it up with that. Yes. Do you have a question for our peeps? I do. So knowing the true intentions of Calypso, If you won the Twisted Metal contest, what would your wish be?
1: Wow. Yeah, like try to – what would your wish be and like how would you make it not fucked up?
0: Send us your wish and we will will twist it it for
1: you. Oh, that would be really fun. I like that. So, but on that note, with that question being said – I guess we'll sign off with some facts. So, a large group of employees left Track, which created the first Twisted Metal, and I think the second one, and they left to go to Incognito Entertainment, which made other Twisted Metal games. So I just found that kind of interesting that a whole group of them was just like, yeah, we're out of here. Like, let's go to Incognito. Twisted Metal had three canceled games. Twisted Metal Harbor City, which could which would have been a sequel to twisted metal black twisted metal apocalypse a game that's set in a post-apocalyptic setting and twisted metal revolution which was a game that utilized street culture and a lot of hip-hop influences but they said it was way too difficult to portray this game so they had to scrap it Uh, twisted metal 2 actually had a one-shot comic that was released by dc comics in 1996 which is really interesting because we loved this game and we had no idea about this one-shot. And all of Twisted Metal games have received a greatest hits label except Twisted Metal Black Online and Twisted Metal 2012. Which Which may be the reason why there's no sequel. Yeah, I could see it definitely for Twisted Metal Black. And Twisted Metal, the newest one, 2012, was a little bit different um, compared to their other games, so I could definitely see why they didn't get the sequel and they didn't get the greatest hits label.
0: I think there's definitely some pros and cons with it. Honestly, it I could see what they were going for with Twisted Metal. They were trying to add more of a storyline, I believe, with it, and I think it does add to the lore, don't get me wrong, but I feel almost like Call of Duty. They kind of should have stuck to their tried-and-true formula, And then kind of just gave you lore bits. Kind of like in between here and there. So you kind of had to delve deep in it. And I feel like it would have been more of a hit that way. Because people would have been like, oh my god. Because like, there's so many connections between the characters with each game. That there's already kind of like a hidden story with that itself. But I I feel like if they just would have kept with it, it would have been better. I just feel like with the newest Twisted Metal, they were trying to get that storyline going and it kind of didn't fall as it fell short and
1: i wonder if they also did like surveys or something or like statistics showing that these types of games may have not been as responsive anymore because they were pretty simple games back then but it was a simpler time with playstation one and two and then playstation three getting more complex maybe they just had to adapt and it just didn't come out right
0: I think they kind of had to because, like, during this time, this is when, like, Skyrim and Mm -hmm. all those, like, rich storyline games were coming out. Where nowadays, because Battle Royale is so popular, if only this had gone out, like, a couple years ago from now, like, 2018, Mm -hmm. 2017, it would have definitely, I feel, would have got a better response. Agreed. But without going too much over, that'll be it for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I've been your host, Bobby. And I'm Joshua. And we will see you next time when we we spawn.
1: Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter.